and things, books and things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Welcome to Books and Things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. We have our friend Arthur here from Two Cents Critic joining us for our summary of the maidens. Arthur, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. I'm Andre Howell, the host of Two Cents Critic, and I'm really excited to be with, here with you, Judith and Roxana. This is my first time being a guest on a podcast, and you know, I want to thank you very much for this opportunity. It's really fun. Of course. It's been a long time coming. Um, every time we talk about our podcast, and we mentioned Arthur, um, you know, he's always emailing us awesome recommendations. Um, so we're glad to have you and we're going to get started. And, um, one thing to know about Arthur is that he has his, his own podcast, which Roxanne had mentioned, and he has a lot of special guests in his podcast. So he was telling us how the roles are switched for him today. So (laughs) we're excited to have him. (laughs) Yeah. But books and movies and TV shows, that's what I review on T-Sense Critic and I, and, 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 uh, she just knocked in. Obviously, I've had you on the show before. We were talking yes. about the Gone World by Tom Spiller. Yes. Yes. Sci fi thrillers that I look back on quite fondly. Yeah, that was a really good one. Okay, yes, yes. so today we're doing The Maidens by um, Alex Michaelides. Am I pronouncing that right, Arthur? <laughs> I think so. Because I, I actually really, I actually needed to hear the pronunciation of his last name. So I looked up an interview, a podcast interview, and the interviewer says Michael Eady. So I'm just okay. Say that's we'll what go with the pronunciation that. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we read this a while ago. Um, so we actually had to refresh our memory coming into this episode, but I, um, we never really discussed it on the podcast. We just quickly mentioned how we Judith and I had opposing opinions on it um so this will be interesting today so our question that we always start off with is Arthur did you like it kind of (laughs) yeah kind of I have some issues with it but there are some things I liked about it and it's gonna be interesting to get into get into those uh those those viewpoints you know break down our thoughts and feelings yes because I'm on the same boat I I kind of like, I kind of like it. It's okay. I'm on the same boat because. And, it, and I feel like the first time we mentioned it, you said you liked it. I did at the, like, cause I wasn't finished with it. And mm-hmm. then like towards the end, I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I think for me, it kind of felt short. Yeah. Way. So then out of the one out of five Greek statues, <laughs> Arthur, how many statues do you give it? <laughs> Uh, out of five, I am, wait, wait, I'm just, what was, uh, out of, because I'm, I'm just, I'm looking up my score right now, because I, I, I gave it a score on Goodreads, I gave it a score of, okay, so it's 3.25 was my score that I gave it on the okay. graph. so I guess, yeah, 3.25 Greek statues. Yeah, I, I'm about there too, I would say like three, three Greek statues out of five. Um, yeah, not that I'm 
you know, try to say yes to everything, but no, yeah, it has to be like three statues because like I said, for me, it felt a little short. It, it I think it had a good um, beginning and then it kind of lost me in the middle. And then at the end, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the ending seemed to be polarizing for a lot of people, like from what from the reviews I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So um the the maidens by my Alex Michaelides is um it's the the next book he came out with after uh his 2019 like fa- fan favorite, The Silent Patient. And we really liked The Silent Patient. So we thought, okay, we're gonna read the maidens. It's going to be equally as good um and so that's that was our our going, uh, into, it, going into it that was our our mindset like this is going to be just as good as the silent patient if not better um, i was a fan of the silent patient as well right it was a really good i think it had a really oh, good, good uh, builder good twist surprising well, well, well paced you know just it really yeah. it, it was compelling and actually I, I remember liking the main characters too CO and Alicia yeah no I 100% agree um and everybody who's read that book I mean just from here on out there's going to be spoilers <laughs> on these bo- both of these books but you know who, whoever reads The Silent Patient you talk to them about that book and it's memorable you're like oh, that one part where everything is revealed and everybody knows what you're talking about. Oh, yes, so yes. I was expecting at least some level of Similar. like, That's... like you're gonna shock me, you're gonna you're gonna surprise me, especially if you're an avid like thriller mystery thriller reader. That's what you're hoping to get. Um, so the maiden starts, has our main character, Mariana, who is a, she has her own practice in London. She does group therapy. Um, and we quickly find out she's a widow. Um, at, and her late husband was Sebastian. And, you know, we're kind of like in the beginning, she's in this, like, she's has started her own practice, but she's still very much in this, you know, I think it's only been not more than uh, a year, one, maybe? One, one, yeah, a little more than a year. I remember, I remember like, it was like 14 months. I remember say this, say this specifically at one point. Yeah, so it wasn't that long after her husband's death. So she's still, you know, very much in that, you know, feeling. Of um, it. Yeah, morning. Morning, yes, morning. thank you. And then her, her niece, Zoe, is studying at the University of Cambridge. And she's uh mariana's kind of pulled out of this daze when zoe calls her and says somebody at my school has been murdered and so from there begins this like journey of trying to find out who the killer is um because it was zoe's roommate like best friend yeah or she wasn't the first one it it was it was tara yeah tara who was murdered yeah so you know she's Zoe has this like concern for her friend um and obviously Marianne is going to be there to help her and console her but she somehow with everything going on she gets pulled into the mystery of it and there's um there's a couple of suspects I think we have the professor uh Edward Fosca who's one of them 
Um, I think there was also the, I thought one of the suspects was the janitor or the, the lady who would clean the houses. There's the, also the lady who would clean the dorms. The dorms. So you're, you're pulling to these different directions and the maidens and the maidens themselves, which are, I think this is where I start to have an issue with it because the book is called the maidens. maidens. Yeah. I thought that they were going to have a bigger role in it. Me too. Um, and it kind of turns out like they don't like, I understand where like it was coming from in the sense of like, you know, it's like. I think he wanted to write like another Greek tragedy and you know he pulled in some things here and there because the professor was a Greek um mm-hmm. professor who taught um, ancient Greek and they had this high society of like well these are the meetings these are the top people in my class and like mm-hmm. they had, like private events or whatever um and then it was just that and it was like really nothing more yeah, and it was like it was the, the yeah, Greek mythology was woven into the dark academia setter, and you know, I, I was I, I was getting into the dark academia tone, and I'm always uh-huh. appreciative of material that has the the Greek mythology that's intertwined and with the story, and I don't know, I I, I feel like the, the way that the Greek mythology was used here was a little less satisfactory than other books that I've read. Right, yeah. That I tried to accomplish the same thing. And I 100% agree. That's something I told Judith was, I wish there was more of it and more description and in-depth about it. Like, if you're going to go the Greek mythology route, go that route. Like, get into it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think it was, like, sprinkled, but not... Because ultimately, I mean, if we just keep going real quick down the summary of it, um, you know, she's trying to find out this mystery. There's like, she's following clues of like Greek mythology, like letters that are written to her. And she's, you know, in your mind, you're thinking, okay, my original theory was, okay, the maidens are part of this cult and they're doing like some sacrifice and they're killing people. Um, and it's all going to be part of like some Greek mythology ritual thing. Um, and I, I mean, big spoilers here, but I knew at one point that it was Zoe when liar. I am trying. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a line in the book and I, I can't remember because I was listening to it on audio, but I was walking my dogs and I remember, remember instinctively there was a line that is mentioned and I will find it one day. <laughs> but as soon as I heard it, I texted Judith and I said, I think I know who it is. And then Judith said something. I think I had finished it before you. Yeah. And I said, is it Zoe? Because she, Judith was done. So I was like, is it Zoe? And, and I think you took me off that lead. You were like, no, or something like that. Yeah. I didn't want her to know. But I knew it. (laughs) I figured it out. (laughs) I was like, no, you're wrong. Really think about it. (laughs) Because I didn't want, because I think. It wasn't, I think you were halfway through the book. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, she can't find out this earlier. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, it's Zoe. But (laughs) there was like other clues, which I, I, you know, was also. Um, so where was I? I didn't want you to find out that earlier. You know, my first time meeting this, I never even suspected it was, it was Zoe. I was just like, yeah, let's follow the story. And then it was, I, I, I never suspected her and so that's why it was. So that's why it was such a, a huge twist when it's revealed, like, oh, it was actually her this whole time. And 
even the second time around, I, I obviously, obviously, I didn't forget about her. But even the second time around, I was, I was, I, 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 because I, was, I, I reread this just recently, like last week, and I was so I was trying to pick up the clues along the way, and it was just interesting because, so, there are so there are the chapters were, were kind of like. Like the diary entries, and it comes from right. apparently the murderer's perspective. And this whole time, I thought it was supposed to be Zoe, but then I was like, "Wait, it sounds like it's supposed to be coming from from a man's perspective." But I seriously mm-hmm. thought like it was supposed to be like a twist, like it's like the, the supposed man was like her, like a like a, a split personality of hers. And so that's why it yeah. actually just throw me off. And I'm like, "Oh wait, this was actually well, you know, we'll, we'll be getting up to that point. You know, we'll you know." It's actually this person, not, not Zoe. I completely forgot right. about that detail. I don't know how I forgot about it. No, you're right. Because I was thinking the same. That's where I flip-flopped. So I was like, it's Zoe. And then I was like, but wait, the letters that you're mentioning, they're written in a, like, it's a man's perspective. So I was like, oh, so then it is the professor. Like, I was flip-flopping, but I did at one point was like, it's Zoe. I just, I don't know, something told me. I remember this line in the book. I think it was, um, I'm not even going to try to quote it because I don't remember it by heart, but it, it just, in it, like, I instinctively remember thinking, it's Zoe. So, um, you know, it, it, she's following all these clues. Um, and then I guess every time there's going to be a new murder, it's like the the girl is received, marked. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's marked. She receives a letter, and she has to kind of figure it out. It's written in Greek. Yeah, and so we find out that Mariana gets one, and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna chase this lead because I know that at the end of it, I'm gonna find out who the killer is." And um, she goes by herself, like every thriller. <laughs> it's like you know, I always think like take back up, but she goes by herself, um, and then she's confronted with Zoe. And in their fighting and confrontation, it's revealed that um, Zoe had an affair with or was in love with um, Mariana's late husband, Sebastian. Um, And the whole plot had been made by uh, Sebastian, who, you know, was wanted Mariana's money, married her and then was planning to kill her to then be with Zoe. Um, and so that's, that's like the big twist and that I didn't see coming the that whole is. idea that Sebastian and Zoe were in, in a, it together in a relationship in this plan together that I did not see coming. Um, and neither did I, again, from when I, when I, when I, when I read it for the first time, never saw that coming either. No, didn't either. That but, was the biggest twist for me. But I'm not, but I'm going to be honest at the end, it was it still like a big shock. Factor. I was still like, eh okay <laughs> I don't know is That's that like, weird sure I think now that um before we started recording um Arthur we were talking a little bit about it and then um I didn't think about it this way because then at the end Zoe does end up going to like a mental hospital mm-hmm. and then the psychiatrist tells you know tells the main character like you know just remember that she's also a victim um, and then at that point, when I finished reading the book, I was like, yeah, I guess. But then Roxanne did mention it. She was like, oh, she was groomed. I'm like, she was groomed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Arthur, what what's your opinion on the ending? This, like, big twist. Uh, 
okay, here's the thing, because I feel like I'm kind of, you know, I, I can, I feel like I can, I can somewhat get on board with the ending, but at the same time, I do acknowledge that there is a layer of shock value in the ending, which does kind of detract the, the enjoyability for me as it's not. It's not. Uh, I can understand. I can understand why it's. Uh, why it's a divisive ending. I think there are other endings that I prefer for other thrillers more than this. But I don't know. Like if if we're talking purely about the way it's set up, I, I mean, I, I was into that. Like you know, I again, I never suspected it, and it does. It is like a huge like slap in the face. And you find out, that, oh, Sebastian is this real creep, and though he was fifteen yeah. at the time, yes. and he, and he also and he also murdered his grandpa. Right. Yeah. yeah. So all this is like revealed. You know, he he. I think the grandpa, Judith, reminded me the grandpa found out about Zoe and Sebastian. That's why he was. He, like, he, so... he, he found them like in the olive grove. Right. Yes. So then, um, you know. Yeah, so then Sebastian was like, okay, well, now I have to kill him because that's the only alternative, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think it would have been a greater shock value if he was still alive and, like, gaslighting her? Oh, if Sebastian oh, was still alive. Sebastian yeah. Was alive. Well, uh, yeah, ooh, uh, because here's the thing. Because so the way he died was that he drowned when he went out on the yeah, swim. Yeah, it was... It was when he went on vac- when he and Mariana went on vacation to to to, to Naxos and he went out for a swim, he drowned. His body washed up, and like she but, was blaming like the goddess Athena because they were in Greece yeah. and she's all like, "Did she take him because he was so handsome?" And this, this and yeah, that. which again, and then I was like, "Did she?" <laughs> I think that's that's where, uh, or because he was a jerk. <laughs> um, but I also think. Maybe that's where, you know, he was trying to, like, Alex was trying to add in this Greek mythology and have you going and thinking in a certain path. But ultimately, at the end, if you take away all that Greek mythology thing, it's just a a plan of murdering to be with somebody that you love. And so that's where I wish, like, or I don't know if Sebastian was in love with her. I don't know. But yeah. my thing is, that's where the Greek mythology wasn't explored enough. Yeah. Or, in my opinion, it it was just sprinkled. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, it's certainly twisted. This whole story is certainly twisted enough to to be uh, a Greek myth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. That is true. Because right now we're we're reading Circe and um, that. That I, I can see where it's like this tragic tale. Um, I guess. I see it. I don't know, but. I'm still feeling meh about it. I'm still <laughs> feeling meh about it, but. Oh, and so, Sebastian, think... it was also his viewpoint from, from, from those like diary entries or like. Or yes, yes. They're all part of the letter that was written to Zoe. That, yes. That's from, from his viewpoint, so. Yeah. What do you think about the whole idea of the maidens like did you wish that they played a bigger part in this like ritualistic murder scheme uh well i think it was it it, it was very much like fine you know middling i feel like the role in the books but i 
you know, I do wish they could have had a bigger role, whether, you know, whether, whether they're a part of the murders or whether they maybe could have, you know, swooped in to save the day at the end somehow with Mariana. Uh, you know, I, I think yeah. there, there definitely could have been something more intriguing, you know, the, the way they were deployed in the story. But I mean, it's not hor- it's not horrible, you know. I I, I, yeah. thing, I don't I don't feel like anything in this book is even like outright bad. It is either no. it's just good or or mediocre, which is yeah. why again, like you know, that's my that's why my score is you know like you know three point twenty five. Yeah, and Arthur, what from what I was reading, this is like a dark academ- academia type story. What are qualities of a dark academia? genre okay well i would say is i'm not a dark academia expert but i have read it's okay few. neither I, are we i would just say <laughs> I, it's not like I've, I've, never, I've never looked up the actual definition but i would just say from what i've picked up from the few books that i have read are kind of like a an, a, an almost gothic atmosphere and it takes place at a school typically there's you know secrets murder you know right okay darkness you know, lingering everywhere, people who are hiding their own deep, shady pasts. Okay, yeah, that's that's kind of, um, after I finished The Maidens, I did a little bit of research and somebody mentioned this is a dark academia and that's pretty much what I understood myself, that it takes place at a, like a university, a school. Um, and there's, 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 a very admi- and there's, a, there's a very atmospheric air, I've noticed, and the dark right. academia shows. It's very moody. No, I, I would say like um, the last movies of Harry Potter, but like make it darker. <laughs> oh. You know, roaming through schools, there's secrets and chambers and, you know, murders are happening. What is it? The Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> That's how I Harry would Potter, dark it. academia. I haven't thought of that before. I think if you add them, you know, make them more grown up, like if they continued into college. Maybe, yeah. And, and then there was still maybe. murders happening. That could be a thing. We're going to write the next great book. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, let's see. Judith, do you have any more thoughts on this, on the maidens? No. Um, I well, I, I, I actually was wondering, what do you think about uh, Edward? Is it Fosca or Fasha? I, you know? I listened to the audiobook and they kept saying Fosca. Okay, Fosca. Okay, I, I, that's weird. I, I was, I was always thinking to myself, Fosca. Okay, I was. What, what, what was your, what were your thoughts on the depiction of him, and how he turned out to be a red herring, and because it turned, like, he wasn't completely innocent because he was no. en- ending up no. having affairs with all of the maidens. The students, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he was caught. <laughs> I'm glad he was caught. Yes. And then oh, also, I think the way he was written. I think he was written well. You yeah. didn't like him. You still had suspicions about him. You just didn't know what. Because at some point, I also was like, he didn't. He's not the one murdering. But I still had but this feeling that he's so doing guilty. something. Um, well, so oh, yeah, he, because he was so cheerful. He was so like cheerful and smiling and like, oh, you know, it, let's be happy. Even though like his maidens are slowly getting killed off and there's even a moment where he just where he just kisses Mariana out of nowhere yeah yeah and and also to think about it like when you read um about like serial killers for example you read how they're charming how they fool everybody 
no empathy. That's true. No empathy. Like all the girls getting murdered. He didn't feel any empathy. He was just like, all he was right. just very smug about it. Yeah. yeah. Like if I knew that my a group of my friends were being killed, I wouldn't just be like, oh ha, ha don't worry. I'd be worried. Yeah. Yeah. So I I mean I think he was written really well. I also, um, I, and I, I also thought it's funny how Mariana, how she's a psychotherapist in this, like Theo, Theo Faber <laughs> and the silent patient. Yes. And I'm like, and Alex Michaelides, apparently you have a thing for a psychotherapist, uh, main characters, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure. I might be remembering incorrectly, so I'm going to look it up real quick. But I think he has something in psychology. But I, I really like going into that. I'm I really like sure. how he... That, that would make sense. I don't know about... Yeah. I would have to look up. I, I remember reading about it somewhere. In um, so I, I think maybe that's where I remember. Um, and I think that's why he adds it into his books, which again, you know, you're mentioning the end, the ending. It's a connection to the silent patient, which, which I thought was. That was like, I had, that was, yeah, which was like my favorite part. That was my oh, yeah. favorite. He, part he too. said he studied psycho. here in Wikipedia. He studied psychotherapy for three years and worked for two years at a secure unit for young adults. Just worked yeah. on material and inspiration for his debut novel, *The Silent Patient*. There you go. I knew I remembered it from somewhere. <laughs> so I feel like that's why he likes to write that into his books because he's going in from that perspective, psychological perspective, that therapy perspective. I yeah, which it's, I enjoy. It's, 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 it's an intriguing viewpoint, and I, I would say so. I actually, I didn't. What do you think about Mariana? Because I didn't really find her to be all that compelling of a protagonist. I, I have think? to agree. I think she was kind of like one dimensional. She didn't like go she, grow exponentially as a character. She just knew that she had to do something, and she did it, and that's it. Like, it's just the way she, she played her role over this case. Yeah, and right. yeah, she played a role, and even the way she was obsessing over this, this case, I didn't really find it to be that convincing. Because sometimes, you know, I feel like this is a trope in thrillers, but it's like, oh, like you know, this main character is getting really fixated on these murders or these secrets, and you have to come up with reasons for why they would do that. And granted, I, the, the murders are taking place at the, at the, at the university, so I, I can understand why I should be concerned, and Zoe is there. But I don't know, just something felt something felt hollow to me about the motivations for some reason. I don't I don't know. I, I haven't quite pinpointed it, but something felt hollow. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I felt the same way. Um, and so I think that's why like even when she's towards the end, when there's this twist, and then um I don't know, I don't feel I didn't feel like any excitement or any type of like oh my gosh, you have to make it, you have to survive. Not that I wanted her killed, no. But like, oh, yeah. it wasn't, I didn't feel attached to the character as I have with many other characters in different books, you know, where I feel like emotionally attached to a character. Um, and I, I don't know, I didn't get that from her. She was just there. <laughs> she was just there? Yeah, she was just there. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I gotta go there now. Okay, I'm gonna do this. But he said she didn't have much growth and it was just kind of like, well, I gotta go see this. Why this is happening, and yeah. and and even though it's not a long book, growth can happen in, oh, in characters yeah. in a short book. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I think in the silent patient, there's like a lot of growth. <laughs> yeah, 
I just really sun, like how he made sanitation. And I found out this. It won for best mystery and thriller, and and the good re- good reads uh, choice of was twenty nineteen. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That one was good. We've recommended it to a lot of friends, and they've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love seeing when they're like, "I didn't expect that." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, in the silent patient, I also predicted that it was Theo, but I didn't know how it was gonna happen. I have this bad habit of just trying oh, to figure yeah, out. Yeah, seriously, stop I, doing that to yourself. And try, I always like, as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, "Is it so and so?" Like, I always try to figure it out, and I feel like I I ruin it for myself. <laughs> Nah, I'm telling you. So Theo, <laughs> by the way, he also had he had a cameo. It was both him yes, and cameo yes. and this, and also Ruth, which what what, what what do you think about that? A little a little nod to the silentation. I really liked it. Honestly, that was my favorite part of the book. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I think I me too. I enjoyed it too. I was like, did you see the mention to the silent patient? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was uh it clever, was clever, fun, interesting. Um, I don't know. Robot like, memories. Yeah, it made me feel like cool because I read the first one, so I was like, "Ooh, I know, I know what, what he's this talking is. about." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I I really liked it, and I liked being like, "Ooh, Theo, I know what you did." <laughs> I know it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. It's like, oh, like you're still at the you still at the grove at this point. So this takes place before <laughs> the events, right? Or like right, right, right around or before the events of Silentation. Right around, I believe. Um, but yeah, no, I really like that. Like not to my Silentation, like Roxana said, I was like, I feel cool because I know what he's talking about. <laughs> and I can see here Alex, Alex Michaelides. Apparently, he also wrote the screenplay for a, for a mystery thriller called Devil You Know, with Lena oh, Olin oh. and Rosamund Pike and Jennifer Lawrence, and he also co-wrote. <laughs> Another movie, The Con is On, with Emma Sherman. I I was looking, yeah, I was looking him up, and he's done a couple different things. So I think it's, um, I haven't looked at, I haven't looked at any of his other stuff, but I would definitely want to. Yeah, this is interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm interested in, to see in what else he writes after this. Like, yeah, what's yeah, his next like- thriller gonna be? I'm gonna yeah, read it. Even though, even though this wasn't, you know, this wasn't top notch, you know, I'm still interested. I, I still generally am appreciative of what I've seen from him so far, and I'll be reading his next book definitely. And that, sometimes I wonder too, like, could it be because the next one came so quickly after his first success that I'm wondering if, like, you know, you have these high expectations, but it wasn't, you know you needed more time for the book i'm not a writer so i don't know i don't know but i feel like it came out you know with relatively quickly after the first one although i know when writers are writing they're developing multiple books over years so i don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) but um yeah i i it wasn't my favorite out of his books, but I'm willing to read Something anything else, else yeah. he writes. Like, I'm going to give him, I'm going to continue to give him chances because I do like that psychological perspective that he brings to books. I, I really yeah. like it too. Oh, what do you think about the side romance with, with, uh, with Fred? Um, I wasn't there for it. <laughs> How, it yeah, was just- I just think... Yeah, I thought it was extraneous, personally. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I was like trying to remember. But yeah, I think that's something I also felt like there was a, a couple loose ends. Yes. Like, if that makes sense. And that was one of them that I didn't like, look how much we talked about the book and that one, that particular like side story, you can say, didn't take up. Most it's, yeah, of it just the didn't really matter because all that happened yeah. you know, because it, it's that he, he, he jumps in at the end because he tries to, he, he, he jumps in at the end, he gets stabbed. By Zoe, yeah. But then he ends up surviving, and then it's kind of implied that maybe Mariana and him could get together in the future. And but it like, just it, it, it wasn't really that important. It was just like, oh, he could have just completely edited edited this out of the book, and really nothing would be changed. But yeah, I think he did help her a little bit in like clues and just kind of navigating, um, like like getting more evidence and information but I think again that could have been written in a different way like a much cooler way like she finds clues not somebody telling her you know like I feel sometimes in stories you can be immersed in the story and you're figuring it out and you're compiling these clues versus just being told the clues by somebody and I think that's kind of what he played the role in was giving her some help but yeah yeah, that, that's why I was, you know, I kept thinking like, oh, like, again, that's why I felt like Mariana just wasn't that enthralling of a main character. And I kept thinking back to other protagonists, like, you know, like, like Shannon Moss from The Gone World, who I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is someone I want to live for all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, she was a badass. <laughs> she was. Um, yeah, 100% agree. Um, let me see. Any other notes you want to add about the book, Arthur? Uh, and the acknowledgments, I thought it was funny that uh, that Alex Alex Michaelides he included he included thanks to uh, for Uma Thurman, which now makes sense. Oh. I'm like wait, because he he, he co-wrote the screenplay for the movie that she starred in, so that actually makes a lot of sense. Oh, no, and the acknowledgments. I did not know that. I'm gonna go watch this movie seriously. <laughs> I just saw Galaga, which I liked quite a bit, and she was in that. I haven't seen movie. anything recently. Sci-fi movie, honest, Ethan Hawke, Jude Law. They all look so young. <laughs> Ethan Hawke, Jude Law, Emma Sherman. Alrighty. Well, I really enjoyed this, Arthur. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have any last notes, anything you can think of that we didn't think of about the Maidens, please let us uh, know. Yeah. Aside from that, I will say, oh, uh, I'll see I kind of thought she was kind of unnecessary too. And also pretty creepy, kind of kind of like Fosca, the way she was treating oh, murders. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her, her old professor. Yeah. Yeah, again, not, again, not said, really. Just there. Just there, yeah. She yeah. she didn't even want to help her. Yeah, she's like, I'm dead. Yeah. And Henry, also Henry, I, see, now, now I'm finding more things criticized. Henry also, I thought, like, was <laughs> extraneous too. Yeah. Remember, he was the guy from the from the therapy group, and then he. And oh, he was like following her. Oh, he was the stalking stalker. her, and then he, and just, yeah, the cell phone. Again, and... not part of the 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 end result. Although I guess he's there as a distraction. Yeah, a red hair. A red distraction. Hair. Yeah, he's but... there to be like, could it be him? But then also, it's not going to be him because he's he wasn't in. He wasn't there when the yeah. murders were happening. 
Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it just didn't feel necessary. And because he, he just got taken away at the end. And yeah. I think he, like, he was committed, right? Or something, something like that. And yeah. it was just wrapped, it was wrapped up very quickly, his own little subplot. Again, Which, um, I'm smarter than that, Alex Michaelides. I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> he was not a suspect in my mind. No, not at all. Oh, no, never. I, oh, this is too obvious. Even when I read this the first time, you know. Yeah. It was just there. Yeah, that one. See, I didn't even remember him either. Um, but I do remember the the janitor, the, not the janitor. Yeah, was he the janitor with the keys? Oh, uh, what Morris, right, Mister Morris? Yeah, yeah. He was like him. The doorman or the port the porter has porter. The porter, yes, yes. Yeah, him for a minute there. I was like, hmm, could it be you? But then I was like, no. It's it's down to Zoe or the yeah, Professor Foster. It just turns out he's having an affair with one of the maidens. Yeah. Yes. And he, yeah. He gets, he gets fired and and taken oh, away yeah, for it. Oh yeah, he would open the door to like that secret like garden, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There was that whole thing with them cemetery. doing it in the yeah. cemetery or whatever. I, mean, yeah, I was yeah. watching them in the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Don't you want to turn away from this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah, again, I think that was a little unnecessary. I think it's just to like distract distract you, you from what you think is going to be happening in the story. But it was unnecessary in my opinion. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I still stick with my score of 3.25. Yeah, if you get a chance to read it, uh, it's a fun read, easy read. Yeah, I Don't. think you're, you'll still be surprised. I Don't think. let us distract you from <laughs> you reading this book. Yeah, I think you'll still be surprised. I mean, I I was, I'm, I'm still very much um, uncomfortable with that whole Sebastian and Zoe thing. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it was. It does it happen? Yes. So that's why it's an uncomfortable topic. Uh, but he, I think he is definitely like the true villain. Oh yeah, most oh yeah, definitely. definitely. And he's and he's not even alive for the story. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go yeah, show uh, yeah, how... yeah, yeah, that's how they that's how they depict it in the end. It's that you know, you know as, I think you, I think you were saying this before is that Theo was like, hey, you need to sympathize with her. You know, he was grooming her, and now she's just left in the state with like because she she, she had a mental breakdown at the end. If I right. correctly. And now she's and now she's just stuck in the in the grove. And very and finding it hard and hard to forget hard to forgive her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 just... and but but she visits her. It's like she, right at the end, she does go to visit her right at the end yeah. of the dog. And we're reminded that she's Zoe is a victim too. Mm-hmm. Can, yep. Even though she obviously made her choices and she was she killed people. At the end of it, she was also a victim. Yeah, she, you know, she was for, twisted. As, she was twisted by Sebastian's own, you know, psychopathy. Yeah, yeah because at the age of 15, that's, that's developmentally, yeah. you're still, you're still uh, developing. developing. And, you yeah, know, yeah. here comes a big influence like Sebastian to, to just ruin that for you. Change her thoughts and her yes. ideas and viewpoints. Like, it's crazy. God, you're such a it creep. Is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ew. He's she was fifteen. <laughs> and then they were, you know, Mariana 
thought of her and Sebastian as like her parents, basically. Yeah, she's like she's like my daughter. So that's even weirder because he's supposed to be like a father figure to her. And so it's kind of a bit of foreshadowing because Mariana, she does she does admit her suspicions that Zoe had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of a bit of a, a clue. Just a hint there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's when I thought it was. Maybe. Zoe. Because I was like, ooh, she was jealous. I don't know. There was a part book that I was just like, oh, I think it's Zoe. <laughs> but I didn't know why. So that was that was a twist, definitely. Yes. All right, Arthur. Well, thank you for joining us. I think we're welcome. This was so much fun. It was. It's always good to have a third person here um, because yes. Judith and I always are always like agreeing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all like, we agree pretty much on this one. <laughs> um, so it's really nice to have somebody else here to kind of, you know, bounce off ideas, bounce off ideas, bounce and feels. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, and again, uh, this is my first time being a guest on a different podcast, so I, you know, quite a delightful opportunity, really. Yeah, yeah. I hope it was it was a nice experience. Hopefully, you had fun. And you had fun, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. You know, because we 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 we've been scheduling this for a while now, so I've really been wanting to have a chance to break the maidens down with you. Yeah, yes. and we we didn't talk about this book no i think it was a time that either you got sick or schoolwork got really out of hand we just had a, a rough start to the year yeah <laughs> it's okay we're back 2022 we're back so much crap happening in the world yeah. yes seriously and it's only march march oh um, it's spring now oh spring yeah Ugh, crazy arthur would you like to you know, plug in any social media, anything so people can find you. Well, once again, I'm a host of Two Cents Critic. And again, I review books, movies, and TV shows. And you can find our episode when Judas and Roxanna came onto my show. We talked about The Gone World by Tom Spedalich. Had a lot of fun talking about that. And as for my socials, you can find just podcast and Twitter at two underscore sense critic. My personal Twitter account is at Arthur underscore Ant18. Uh, email is at email two sensecritic at yahoo.com. And my blog is at two sensecritic.com. You can also find me on Goodreads and Arthur Howell and Good Pods, Storygraph, Letterboxd, all that's Arthur underscore Ant18. And yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all my socials for two sensecritic and, and such. And yes, again, re- really enjoyed this. Yes, really yeah, enjoyed so this. did we. Please go check out Arthur. Um, I know, I I think I've listened to some or read some of your blog posts. Like, you've read Sarah J. Mass. That was back in the day, something I really like to read. So I know you've reviewed some of her stuff. And I'm like, ooh, yay, the Sarah J. Mass yeah. reader. Um, only, one, only one book. It was actually only one book that I just the, covered. And it the, was... Uh, the newest, uh, one of the newest um, one in her. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking series. out the name right now? A Court of, a, a Court of Silver Flames. Oh my gosh, I was just having a brain fart for a <laughs> moment. I couldn't remember the name. But yeah, A Court of Silver Flames. A book that I acknowledge is polarizing. I personally liked it. I know it, it does have its flaws. It has its problems, but I personally liked it. I can understand why people would hate it though. Thank yeah, it's, I call Sarah J. Mass my guilty pleasure. It's not the best but it's 
it's good. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I know I mean, yeah. recently you've done um, Legendborn, which we've done, done. Here, on here, and we we really yep. like Legendborn. At least I did. I did. You did too. I did too. Yeah. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the second book in that series. So I know. So blood marked. Blood marked. That's gonna be. Yeah. I, I really, I, I, I really enjoyed Legendborn. That was really, really fun. And I think I, I remember saying in a podcast, it gave off like the Shadow Hunters vibes and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, from Blood and Ash with all of the hierarchy content. Yes. Um, so yeah, please go check out um, Arthur's podcast, Two Cents Critic. It's you know, books, movies, anything. He's TV shows. Awesome. He yeah. does it all. <laughs> he does it and, all. And I want and 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 as of this recording, uh, the podcast is celebrating its uh, one year anniversary. So yay! Yay! Nice job, Arthur. I remember when you were Thanks. emailing us in the beginning. You're like, I think I should do the podcast, and I was like, Do, do it. it! Do it! It's fun. <laughs> I know it's such a. It, it, it's, it's it's so surreal to just look back on that and like and I'm, and I'm like oh well, you know I was watching blog and now I'm, now I'm transforming it into a podcast and now it's one yeah. year old yeah time flies it we're fly. this August will be two years two years two years that we've been podcasting wow. yeah yeah because we're about to graduate grad school <laughs> Yay. And we started in the beginning of grad school, so crazy. We're we're there. We're there. Yeah. You're right behind us. I feel like the way I feel is that time flies by, but then also time moves slowly at the same time. That's what that's what I always say. Yes. Um, all right, Arthur, thank you so much for joining us. Um usually at the end we add what book we're reading next. Um but we haven't recorded the book that we had just read. So um, just keep everybody else to stay tuned in the description. Um, I think our next podcast will be on the affairs of the Falcons by Melissa Reyes. You think so. if you can please help me. <laughs> um, the affair of the Falcons. That one will be our next one. Uh, and that's it. We were supposed to record last week, but I got sick. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa Rivera. Rivera. Melissa Rivera. Yes. So The Affairs of the Falcons by Melissa Rivera. That is going to be our next podcast episode. Um, Thank you so much again, Arthur, for being our guest today. And we'll see everybody next time. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Hello. Bye.